Today I've got a bit of a bittersweet message for you about the Kundalini awakening process and suffering. We're going to be exploring what it means to ride the waves of suffering, to surf the waves of suffering. And I want to try and dispel some myths around this idea that once you go through Kundalini awakening, you know, you quote unquote come out on the other side, whatever that means, and you'll be, you know, free from suffering for the rest of your life. I want to squash that myth. That's a bit of the bitter part, but the sweetness is this idea of learning how to surf the suffering in a new way. So we'll, we'll dive into that in today's episode and this message here today. You can visit brentspirit.com for more free content, ebooks, audiobooks. I've also got some courses coming out, uh, really diving deep into Kundalini Awakening, really diving deep into what it means to embody and ground your spiritual awakening to integrate it into your life as opposed to just having it being, you know, a sort of philosophical thing up in your head or as opposed to just being, you know, running around like a chicken with their head cut off, not knowing what to do with all of this spiritual awakening that's, that's happening to you. So I'm going to have some interesting courses coming out. Uh, you can stay tuned about all that. So once they're out, uh, you can check out the description. The links will be there. So anyway, let's dive into this here. All about surfing the waves of suffering. So as we've been talking through the series now i know the series is it's gone pretty long is about 40 50 episodes now so i don't expect you to have listened to every episode so i can share some ideas here just to bring you up to speed you know we talk about kundalini awakening this energy awakens and it begins to purify us and as it purifies us we experience all sorts of uh, bottled up tension you know you can call it trauma you can call it samskaras conditioning karma uh, things that we've lodged within our psyche, suppressed emotions. Sometimes it's physical illnesses begin to sort of surface. They have kind of been laying dormant within our system. Maybe it's an autoimmune condition. Maybe it's, uh, you know, what we might call mental illness, depression, anxiety, insomnia. All of these things can start to arise during this, you know, purification process. It's kind of like Kundalini awakens. It begins to move through our spine, through our chakras, through our system. And it starts to push all of the, the junk up to the surface. So this purification period can be, you know, incredible suffering. For many, it's probably the worst suffering they've experienced in their whole lives. And it's not just solely what's happening internally. Sometimes it can also, you know, involve external context. You know, maybe there's, you know, uh, you know, you lose your job, you go through heartbreak, you know, somebody in your family dies, you become sick, maybe, you know, just the outer world, the, the political scene, uh, maybe there's some natural disasters in your area. I mean, all sorts of things can arise in conjunction with your own inner purification process. And so there's many out there that are going through this, what I would call the purification process. And it's dark, you know, you might call it the dark night of the soul. It's intense, it's difficult. Often there's lack of hope, often an incredible searching and seeking for ways to find relief and ways to get out of it and ways to move through it. And there's, you know, often a sense of feeling like you're a victim. You know, why is this happening to me? Why couldn't it be easier? You know, why wasn't I prepared for this? Why did it happen spontaneously? And now I'm going through this, you know, without any sense of what it means to heal and be with myself and love myself, all of which is necessary to go through this process. It's very difficult. And I understand, you know, I've, I've been there. I've been through my own purification period in my life. So we have this idea that we go through the purification and then when we're on the other side, when it's done, we'll be, you know, in a state of completion, pure, self-realized, enlightened state, feeling blissful, peaceful, ecstatic, you know, feeling a sense of oneness with others because we've healed all of this within our body. It's a little bit of an immature way of looking at it. It's a little bit of a, a myth, a misnomer. Um, it's a little bit of, you know, a, a lie, you could say. 
the way I like to describe it is that when we go through the purification period, eventually there comes a point. For most, it's a gradual, you know, gradual unfolding of just more and more stability, emotional stability, psychological stability. You try, start to find stability in your life. You begin to be able to return back into the world in a new way. Relationships kind of become a little bit more stable over time. So the purification period kind of fades out slowly for most, for some. There's a great interview uh, I have uh, on my channel here with Tawny Todd. She describes many periods of her life where she went through suffering and purification. But there's one experience she said she, she was having a really you know, dark purification period. She took a nap, woke up from the nap, you know, almost reborn, you could say, completely, you know, in a, in a new place. Uh, for some, it can happen like that in a certain sudden experience. But for most, it happens in a, in a gradual way. But nonetheless, from what I've explored and seen in my own life, the people that I've talked to and, and, and you know, things I've read and, and explored online, I haven't found a single person who came to a point where they can finally say, ta-da, no more suffering. I went through the purification and suffering is complete for me. I'll never suffer ever again. Some people like to think about it that way. It's very, you know, it sells, it sells products. It sells, uh, it gets people's attention, gives people hope. But it's, it's a false idea, like I'm saying here. It's, it's a bit of a lie that, you know, we go through the purification process and then one day, you know, we never suffer ever again. It's not true. So what happens, like I'm saying, we go through the purification process for most people, it kind of fades out. So for me, I had, you know, Kundalini Awakened. Then I went to about, you know, two or three months of very intense, like daily, just pure hell, you know, constantly purging things and clearing things. And I was sitting in meditation for six and hour, seven hours a day if I wasn't sleeping or you know, trying to, you know, go on a walk or something. And it wasn't because I was meditating because it was fun. I wasn't meditating because, you know, I was like good at it or something like that. I was meditating because there was nothing else for me to do. It's the only thing that I found would help me go, go through this. Eventually, I found, you know, maybe there would be one day where like nothing really came up. Nothing came up to be purified. I had a good night's rest. I laughed. <laughs> okay, I, I thought, okay, I, this is interesting. You know, I'm feeling a little better. And then maybe the next day was back into hell. But eventually, longer and longer periods of stability, like I'm describing, became my norm. And then, you know, maybe I went for a whole week just feeling good, feeling calm, feeling peaceful, steady. And then the weekend maybe was difficult or maybe I got triggered by something and I would have a rough night or something would come up. But eventually there came a point where the healing cycles weren't happening so frequently. And I was abiding in what I would call relative stability. And that's the way I like to talk about, you know, the more advanced stages of Kundalini awakening process. We come to a point of relative stability. I call it relative completion. So it's not like this final point. It's a relative sense of completion where you can look back and say, okay, yeah, I've been through a, a significant purification. I'm here. I'm abiding, you know, state of oneness. There's bliss in my body. Maybe there's open heart, there's unconditional love, there's peace, there's deep understanding. You know, the, there's the peace that, you know, surpasses all understanding, you could say, it's contentment and it's kind of underlying all of the content of the world and life and life still happens because we're human beings. So life still happens. So, you know, I can still get triggered. And, and when I'm triggered, maybe something will come up, some emotional stuff. And I'll have to be with that. And you could call that suffering, right? Maybe in my external life, something difficult happens to me. Maybe I get sick You can call this suffering, but there's this underlying current of peace that's sort of present. And it's from here that we learn how to ride the waves of suffering as opposed to thinking that we'll never suffer ever again. And that's what I want to clear up here today.
So there are some people that are going through the purification period right now. And they're thinking, you know, how long is it going to take? It might take years. I've been going through it for years. It might take a long time. It might, maybe it's going to be over soon. Maybe if I try this modality, some sort of healer or reading some different books or practices or, or trying different things, maybe I'll get through it sooner. And this is, they have this idea, maybe this is you. And if it is, it's okay. I'm here to, to bring some clarity here. But they have this idea that once they get through the purification process, then they're going to be never, never suffer ever again because they've, know done all the suffering that they were meant to do in this lifetime and then they're going to live out their life without any suffering any pain any difficulty ever never getting triggered it's not true so we go through kundalini awakening we go through the purification process it gradually fades out we find stability more and more often maybe longer longer and longer periods maybe months maybe even years of just feeling this contentment and yeah here and there we'll get triggered a little bit but there's a gentleness around it. There's spaciousness around what arises. Okay. So this is the, the sweetness that I'm describing here. This is, we, we learn how to surf the suffering a little bit better. We learn that it's, it's not so much personal anymore. We learn that it, we're not victims. It's just something coming up to be released. It's just a new flavor of life that we're, we're being given. There's lessons involved in the suffering as well. So there's like a bit of sweetness in our relationship with suffering. And it's from this attitude of sweetness that we begin to ride those waves a little bit more skillfully. And like a surfer, even the best, some waves are, are big and we crash. Some waves, you know, maybe we just slip and we fall. And that's okay. That's that's the art. That's the dance. That's what makes it fun. We learn to surf suffering as opposed to being victimized by it. So even in my life, you know, I can say that I reached relative stability, relative completion of Kundalini process a few years ago at age 27, you know, around the time where I began to do this work. But a 27-year-old, I'm young, right? Even right now, I'm 30. I'm still young. Moving forward, I can look I look in my life into the future. Not that I can see specific things, but I see pain. I see heartbreak and suffering and grief. You know, people in my life are going to die. People in my life have died. And, I, and it's hurt me, right? And, and, and even though I, you know, even though I went through Kundalini Awakening, I went through the purification period, I, went, I had my dark night, still life happens. And still with those things that happen, there will be suffering. And there will be, you know, I, I do my best to surf those waves of suffering. But even then, I'm gentle with myself. And sometimes you can't surf, you know. You lose somebody close to you. It doesn't matter what kind of awakening you had or how enlightened you think you are. You know, it's going to hurt. You might, you know, you might lose sleep. You know, you might, you know, fall into depression. And that's okay. You might, you know, you might fall into all the, the DSM-5, um, you know, indicators of depression or anxiety or some sort of you know mount, mental illness you could say and just because you're awakened with kundalini and all this kind of stuff doesn't mean that you're you know you'll never experience these things it just means that hopefully your attitude towards these things shift so you know we can look around at others in our lives like i'm just talking about myself you know i'm young of course i'm going to experience difficulty in my life of course it's not like like i'm saying you know just because i went through kundalini awakening you know now my life is just going to be like this you know fairy tale no there's still going to be hardship i mean I, i've had like great sickness come to me even after i reached quote-unquote relative stability like really bad sickness would come and and you know it'd be difficult there's times where I, I was so sick you know you know i just wanted to give up and die and you know difficult difficult things this is how it happens but even during those periods there was a feeling of being very close to god because i knew that i was never you know, really separate from God at this point. That's what I mean by, you know, when we when we go through Kundalini Awakening, we come to a point of, of 
feeling oneness and this oneness with God, even through suffering. Okay. So I just want to snap people out of this idea that, you know, once they go through their purification, never suffer ever again. Because there's a lot of people going through purification that are trying to get out of it to a point where they'll never suffer again. Right. So maybe it isn't about getting out of this purification cycle that you're in. Maybe it's about recognizing that it's about surfing as opposed to getting out of it completely. So maybe if you learn to surf, then you'll you know maybe stop being such a feeling like a, such a victim to what's happening to you. And when you learn to surf, then paradoxically, that's when you know you're able to get a little bit of breathing room around suffering. Maybe that's what's what it's really about here, as opposed to thinking you know I'm going through the dark night of the soul. I need to f get through it. Maybe learn how, maybe you need to learn how to surf through it. And then when you're surfing, it doesn't matter so much that you're in a purification period. It's just part of life, right? And we can look around and we see these things, right? You know, Ram Das, one of my favorite spiritual teachers, had a Kundalini awakening. Doesn't talk about it too much, but definitely had a Kundalini awakening. Um, you know, towards the later years in his life, he experienced a stroke. You know, he talks about it in a very spiritual way about the grace that he got through having this experience. But, you know, there's you could argue that there was suffering there. You know, he had to learn how to, you know, I think he learned how to learn how to walk again. And he lost his ability to speak. And he's, you know, an incredible speaker, you know, maybe one of the greatest speakers of our time. And he lost that ability. And, you know, I can't say for sure, but, you know, maybe there was some grief around these things, right? It's a new type of suffering. But there was also some grace around the suffering as well that he went through it. So if you think that you're going to go through your Kundalini Awakening, or I can use myself as an example, you know, if I think I'm going to go through Kundalini Awakening, 27 years old, I reach relative completion, you know, I've given very clear messaging that, it, you know, I've, I've stabilized, you could say. And I think that I'll, you know, I'll never experience difficulty. You know, I could have a stroke. I, I could, you know, become paralyzed or, you know, go through something difficult. Other people in my life can go through that and that would bring me, a, you know, great suffering as well. And I mean, we have an example here, you know, we look at Ram Das. I mean, he experienced these things as well, right? And so it's not about coming through our purification period to a point where we never suffer. Ram Das went through his periods of purification as well. And still later in his life, he experienced difficulty, right? We're all going to get sick. We're all going to die. And that sickness, the death, doesn't matter how awakened you are. It might be uncomfortable. It might be painful. You know, there might be suffering there, you could say, okay? We're all going to have death. We're all going to have loss. This is part of life. So awakening isn't about somehow getting above these things. It's not about somehow tr completely transcending these things, you know. It's really not. It's about learning how to surf those waves as they come. And surfing doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you're not going to be a perfect surfer at the same time. Even, even still, you know, just to squash this idea more about awakening, spiritual awakening in general, enlightenment, self-realization, kundalini awakening, you know, bringing you to a point where you'll never suffer again. I mean, you can argue that you might suffer more than anybody, you know, more than the average person because your heart is open, right? You're willing to feel any emotion that might pass through your body. The protective mechanisms of surrender, uh, sorry, of, of suppression, of avoidance, of, you know, being able to check out, dissociate, you know, if you're embodied, all of that is just, it's, you don't, you don't really engage in those those escapist uh, defense mechanisms anymore and you feel everything fully, right? Suffering moves through your body in like a very intense way because there's little, you know, resistance around it, right? And so you might sit in meditation and feel like the emotions without any resistance and it's very painful. It's suffering. It's, it's not easy. 
right? And that's that's what like, you know, having an open heart might mean. It doesn't mean that you'll never experience, uh, you know, anything difficult. I mean, what, what good is an open heart if nothing can move through that heart, right? So something to consider. And that's, you know, you might think this is bitter, but it, it's sweet. It's the most deepest human experience here and great empathy and compassion comes online because you're experiencing, you know, what a lot of people are experiencing as well. And so you're able to relate with them with an open heart. So just having, you know, this, these, these chakras open up and stuff doesn't mean you won't suffer. And, you know, you, a lot of intense things will begin to move through you, right? You'll feel very deeply. My, you know, one of my mentors that supported me a lot through Kundalini Awakening, and one time she told me, she said, you know, Brent, you're, you're still going to get depressed sometimes. You're still going to have hard days, hard weeks, you know, where you feel, you know, like not getting out of bed and, and, and down and, you know, you don't want to get help. And maybe you think about spirituality and, and think, uh, you know, none of that is going to help me. Or you're not interested in it. You don't feel like meditating or doing the things that, you know, you maybe even you encourage other people to do. And that's okay. It's part of being human. And so when she told me this, I thought, I'm, you know, I don't really like, I don't really like to hear that. You know, I'm still going to get depressed. I thought I was over that. I thought I went through my periods of depression and it's done. But she said, no, I mean, you know, we all, we all will experience these things. You know, if somebody close to you dies, even though you know they're eternal, you know, even though you know they're immortal and, you know, it's just their body that died and whatever, it doesn't mean that you won't, you know, grieve. It doesn't mean that you won't cry and feel hurt and, and long for them to return and, and, and maybe have regrets about things you did or didn't do in their relationship and all of that might come. Just because you had an awakening doesn't mean you're, you know, you're not going to experience these things. You know, your heart can still break, you can still get sick. When you're experiencing these things, there may be a, a feeling of grace around it, a feeling of spaciousness and, and, and consciousness around it, but doesn't make it any, uh, any less intense, right? And the same, uh, the same mentor, you know, I, I, a few years later, I watched her go through her own dark, dark periods as well. And it was very humbling for me, you know, it's just, this is where some of this message is coming from. You know, I've seen it with my own eyes, very advanced, evolved people going through darkness, right? And so I'm sharing this with you to let you know, you know, if you're in a purification period and you're trying to escape, you're trying to get to the other side, you're trying to be patient, you're, you're wondering, why does it have to take so long? Why does it have to take so long? Maybe this is just life and maybe you're not ever going to get out of this purification period per se. Maybe you're being asked to stop hoping for the end of suffering at some point in the future and instead to just come into this moment and instead of letting the waves just like destroy you over and over again, maybe you're asked to maybe learn how to surf a little bit. And from learning how to surf, then maybe you can find a little bit more stability. Those, you know, nightly healing cycles maybe turn into weekly or maybe monthly or maybe, you know, a few times a year you'll have some difficulty. Or maybe not. Maybe you're just a very open sensitive emotional person here that's you know meant to really feel everything and the slightest thing might you know bring you an emotional experience and maybe you're you're invited to to learn to not make any enemies out of out of pain and difficulty and 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 feeling sensitive maybe that's nothing maybe that's your gift right so these are just some attitudes and perspectives i'm sharing with you in case you happen to be you know in, in a dark period thinking that you know one day i'll be out of it and i'll never suffer ever again no Suffering will still come. So why don't you learn how to 
find uh, a little bit of, like I'm saying, a little bit of that skill of how to surf. I know this message is it's not easy to hear when you're in the midst of, you know, the darkness. I know it's not. And, and if you're there and this is not really resonating with you, I apologize. I apologize. But maybe there's some out there that uh, are, are in a position to hear what I'm saying. And, and from there, there can be a little bit of a smooth transition out of the purification period into a more uh, stable sort of life. So that's something to keep in mind. You know, we're all going to suffer. It never really ends. It's about our relationship with suffering. And Kundalini Awakening is, is about uh, transforming that relationship, bringing a little bit of spaciousness, a little bit of s some level, some deep level, there'll be a little bit of contentment, peacefulness, knowing that it's going to be okay. And if you can find that and kind of hang out there as often as you can, in and out of that space, in the midst of suffering, it's a lot easier than going through life without it. So that's my message for you today about riding the waves of suffering. I hope it uh, can speak to you. My heart goes out to you if you're having a difficult time. I've been there, probably will be there again at some point in my life. Maybe later today, maybe tomorrow, who knows? That's okay. It's part of life. It's part of being human. So thanks so much for spending some time with me today. If you have uh, any questions about this, any feedback, you can leave a comment below. You can reach me via email, info at brentspirit.com, Instagram at brentspirit. You can check out my website, brentspirit.com, for more free content like this, ebooks, audiobooks. If you'd like to learn how to meet with me, if you'd like to support me in this work, if you find it meaningful, you can make a donation there if you feel called. As well, like I mentioned, I've got some courses coming out. I'm going to dive really deep into some of the things that we've been talking about throughout the series in a, in a more structured, organized way. It's going to be really, really powerful stuff, so you can stay tuned for that. Brentspirit.com. Until next time, much love and peace.